0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What life lessons can we get from watching these celebrities crash and burn or succeed, whichever. Either way, we get to learn from the safety of our couches. I'm your host, Patty Emminger. You may know me as Petty Pop Culture from TikTok, Instagram or YouTube. If it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining. We love you. You are always welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. You're the best. We are Ride or Dies. Sorry this episode is a little late today. Last night, I was at my friend's house very late and I got stuck at their house. It was like 2 a.m. and I could not find an Uber to get back. So I just crashed at their house and then slept way too late. I had classes. I'm like a one-man production team over here. It is not easy. The funniest thing happened with my Uber yesterday. So my cars with a mechanic, that shit broke down. That shit was like cheap off the side of the road. I knew that Honda was going to break down, you know, in that Honda um, so my honda broke down and i tried to uber yesterday and my uber like he texted me that he refuses to pick me up from my like pickup spot so i had to go meet him somewhere else so i met him like a block away and he was still at the light about to turn next to the restaurant that he wanted to pick me up at and i'm like oh he's like right there the light just turned red let me just go get in the car i try to open the door He won't let me in. He rolls down the windows instead and goes, you can't do that, man. You can't get in the car yet. You're going to give me a ticket. And then he rolls up the window, the car, the light turns green, and he speeds away and cancels on me. I waited 20 minutes for that, man. And he just sped away, left me in the middle of the street, and canceled, just cold-blooded. It was the most awkward Uber experience I've ever had. Besides that, though, I had a great weekend. I got to see so many of my friends. We had such a good time. I went out to the, I'm in college, um... I don't know if you guys are not in college yet or if you've already been through college, but if you have, you know the college bars are like a hit or miss. It's either like gross with like alcohol on the floor and just fuck boys left and right and like playing non-danceable rap music or it's like really fun and they play good music and you meet a lot of good people. That's what was happening this weekend. I just had such a good time. I had like a really great Friday, Saturday and then on Sunday I was like, why I've had such a great weekend everything's going great. But I like got in my head a little bit and I was like, things are going too good and then I kind of like ruined it by just overthinking and getting in my head. Do you ever do that where things are just going like really good that you just kind of ruin it? That's kind of what happened for me. Um, anyway, on Friday also I posted a TikTok where you know, it was just a TikTok about Kevin Kanye and I didn't even realize, but in the middle of the TikTok, big as fuck, I had like a hickey on my neck. It was like literally protruding, like the main focal point of the video. And I didn't realize it until the next day when I went and read the thousands of comments and people were like, Patty, what's that? Like, give us the tea on that. Oh my God, what is that on your neck? They're like, are we supposed to ignore that? And I just felt like such a dumbass. I'm not trying to be out here looking like a hoe on your For You page though. So I need to not do that in the future. Um, people are like, what's the tea on that? i'll tell you later because we got some other tea to talk about and i'm going to invest in some makeup so first we're going to talk about um john cena and big sean two men have posted something on social media this weekend that they both really should not have and they're both in different kinds of hot water but these men are making fools of themselves then we're going to talk about kim and kanye's uh court battle that they're going to have next week they have a court date next week where they're going to decide if kim will be legally single or not and what kanye is saying about trying to trap her in the marriage and then lastly we're going to talk about kendall jenner basically saying she doesn't want to be a kardashian anymore And how she used to be really angry when she was little because of her blessed life situation. We're going to get into all that tea. And no, I didn't see the Euphoria finale. I'm so stupid. I know I need to watch it like immediately after this. I'm so excited. But did you guys see that they're not going to release the next season until 2024? So I have time to catch up. Anyway, welcome to Pop Culture University. Let's get into it. We can't see John Cena because he's going to get banned from Twitter. So, as you guys probably know, there's devastating attacks going on in Ukraine right now. Vladimir Putin has launched an attack on Ukraine. One of the deadliest assaults on one state by another since World War II. Ukrainian civilians are dying. Hundreds of thousands of refugees. It's horrible. Uh, a lot of people are tweeting about it. It's probably the biggest topic on social media right now, including a lot of celebrities who are sending their condolence. Some even donating money. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds donated 1 million dollars to help refugees find safety, food, water and protection for them and their families, which is fucking amazing, like how generous and selfless no matter what your net worth, no matter what your net worth is, 1 million dollars is a big fucking deal. On the other hand, you know, some other celebrities just say sending my prayers and best wishes and thoughts, you know, that's all we get from some celebrities, but John Cena decided to take another route with how he was going to show his support for Ukraine. So if you didn't know, just a little backstory. John Cena is he was in a suicide squad and had his own show where he played the same character, the Peacemaker, which is like a comic book hero. That comic book character that John Cena plays is specifically known for using violence and destruction to bring about peace. Which kind of sounds like all the Avengers. Like, the city is always fucked after they save the day. Like, all the villains are dead, but so are all the civilians. But um, anyway, he seemingly used the Russian invasion of Ukraine to promote his HBO show, The Peacemaker. Which was just renewed for a season two. So, like, it, you know, there's it's worth promoting. So, in hopes of promoting his hero, The Peacemaker, he tweeted, If I could somehow summon the powers of a real-life hashtag Peacemaker... I think this would be a great time to do so. And that was the way he was showing support for Ukraine, promoting his HBO Max television show. It's giving Kendall Jenner with a Pepsi. It's giving celebrities during that pandemic singing Imagine to everyone dying homeless on the streets. And it's funny because right before he tweeted that, he said, care less for what others say about you. Care more about what your actions say for you. Well, Jensen, your actions are not making you look very good right now. Damn. But he definitely doesn't care what others say about him because he left the tweet up even after people and other celebrities were clowning him. Someone said, John, this is in poor taste. Also, your character isn't even the good guy. Like, why would you want to summon him? Maybe he wasn't even showing support for Ukraine. Another said, I'm just saying there is never an appropriate time to say this, especially now. I like how this person signed it up. They said, a bit tone deaf at John Cena. Please delete. (laughs) Delete it fat. They continued. From a conversation I'm in, families have literally been blown to pieces in Ukraine, which is true. They have been. Meanwhile, John Cena quotes, I'm a comic book character. If my character was real, I would stop it from happening. We get it. You have an HBO Max show. We'll watch it next season. But you did not have to say that. Some of these celebrities will say, do or tweet anything to seem like good people and make it seem like they're helping, except actually be good people and help and use their platform. And they have that like pretentious smirk or tone in their post when they do it thinking that they're so above us only some celebrities though like obviously a lot of celebrities genuinely care and are very informed i can name like a million who actually are great but there's some who just have absolutely no idea what they're talking about and that's how john cena came across and a lot of people were insinuating like oh hey john like maybe you know you like you're a celebrity you kind of do have superpowers like you have a lot of money he's worth a lot of money wait i want to go check 60 million dollars and by the way like life hack all celebrities who i've seen comment on their reported net worth, they always say it's higher So it's higher than $60 million. But they were like, John, you're kind of a superhero. Why don't you donate some money and help? And he did not. They tweeted, you don't have the powers of the peacemaker, but you do have power of money and status, which can go such a long way. Like Blake and Ryan will literally save hundreds of thousands of refugees, bring families back together, save families from dying, from starving. They continued, please donate to help to Ukraine, or at least spread a link to donate. And he didn't. The virtue signaling is absolutely gross anyway what can we learn from this make sure your virtue signaling isn't too obvious that means if you're gonna post about a certain cause going on in the world don't post it just to look good or seem informed post it because you actually care your silence doesn't mean that you don't care your silence means maybe you're just taking time to actually be informed and if you don't actually care and you just want to post to signal that you do for your own personal gain like john cena don't make it too obvious don't be a fake walk person I Never fall off. So last night took a L but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning by the night I count stacks. Knew that that's was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting checks. Last night took a L, but tonight I Big Sean may have just taken an L, but that thang is going to bounce back, if you know what I mean, because it is thangin'. So Big Sean showed everyone yesterday why he is Big Sean, because the Shade Room reported that an image was allegedly uploaded to Big Sean's close friend's Instagram story, which I'm unfortunately not a part of, (laughs) he didn't add me to that, and made its way around social media, and in this photo posted to his close friend's story, it is a photo of his big schlong if you will next to a nintendo switch he must have been playing mario kart and princess peach was looking real good because as you can imagine it was in full bloom and he was comparing the schlong to the switch and it absolutely broke the internet and for reference a nintendo switch is 9.4 inches long most guys are probably out here comparing theirs to their ipod nano now, no shade to Big Sean. There's been a lot of really interesting celebrity nudes leaked uh, in the past. Uh, I can think of fewer right now, like Justin Bieber, Orlando Bloom, Jonathan Bennett. You can Google all of those. But, um, by the way, you can still find Big Sean's on Twitter. Just letting you have that information. It's still all over. Literally just type in Big Sean, hit photos, it's there. Um... These guys say it's on accident. It's it's always on purpose. I'm pretty sure Jonathan Bennett admitted he did it on purpose. I'm pretty sure Orlando Bloom like in and Katy Perry, because she was in his photo, because they were on a paddleboard in the middle of the ocean, they basically said that it was on purpose because he was like looking good, if you know what I'm saying. But I think Big Sean's nudes were like the funniest placement, just because it was next to uh, Nintendo Switch. So people were clowning him on social media, as you can assume, after something like that would happen. It may be disastrous for Big Sean. Like... Maybe he actually did not want it to get out. You know, he seems like a pretty serious, uh like, kind of like calm, reserved, respectful man. I don't know if he would necessarily want that out. He definitely is boastful on his songs, but in his private life, I think he wants to say private. Arna Grande and Janae Eiko are two of his very, very famous ex-girlfriends who were getting their lives just handed to them on Twitter after this photo leaked two pretty petite girls and after their ex's nudes leaked and it was that big people were just like how does that happen i feel like that always happens with arna grande like with pete davidson his whole big dick energy thing now with big sean people are like ariana she does have a song she has a lot of songs about that though she's literally like cupcake the rapper but in a pop star i can name literally so many where she's singing about that like side to side anyway there's so many amazing tweets someone said there's a photo of ariana and big sean and the caption is thought i'd end up with sean but he wasn't a match and it's a photo of like a thick usb trying to go into an iphone charger hole (laughs) someone tweeted now we know why ariana was walking side to side and singing about getting it every day (laughs) someone tweeted ariana grande and big sean and it's a picture of a hamster eating a banana about janae aiko who actually just performed at the super bowl um janae Eiko, they said no wonder janae made pussy fairy hashtag big sean then someone else said now i now i know why janae aiko said she was traumatized and suicidal after her breakup with big sean i mean that's not funny but yeah anyway as demoralizing and awkward as it can be to have the whole internet seer schlong it you know it seems to be working out in his favor maybe this wasn't disastrous for his career However, as much as this could have helped him, he actually decided to come out a day after and he commented on the Shade Rooms post and simply said, this is not me. He said, sorry to this man. This is not me. He doesn't even own a Switch. He prefers PlayStation, maybe. Anyway, he said it is not his. Maybe it's like a Pete Davidson thing where Ariana Grande kind of like hyped up his thing. And then in his comedy special, he made sure to say it's not that big because he thought Ariana was trying to make it seem like it was big. So any girl who ever saw it in the future would be disappointed. Maybe he didn't want people to be disappointed. too. So he was like, that is not me. He clears his name. That is just someone else. Um, anyway, what can we learn from this? I've actually been in this very similar situation where I accidentally hit the wrong button and posted something to my close friend's story and then went in the shower and then got a call from one of my best friends like six minutes later. And it was like, Patty, did you see your Instagram story or your Snapchat story? um I, w- I was not naked because i don't i don't take full naked but um it was like enough where i was like oh god and like 30 people already saw it so booking mirror nudes are n- nudes are fun and fine if you want to take them and send them to people that you can trust they're fun but they are like nuclear war hitting the wrong button can ruin your life it can have massive impacts On you and those around you. So be careful of who you send them to. Obviously, only send them to people that you trust, 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 trust. I cannot stress that enough. Snapchat is the way to go. But if you don't, don't. It's totally up to you. Your body's yours. But I would definitely think long and hard, no pun intended, before you do. Can't hear them no Cause I of kim kardashian west versus the man formerly known as kanye west yay the biggest court case of our lifetime will be happening next week will kim kardashian finally be declared legally single or will kanye stop her in her tracks a judge will decide next week of march 4th if he wants to return kim kardashian's marital status to single or not now we know this has been going on Aggressively on both sides. Both sides are fighting to get what they want. Kim wants to be single. Connie wants her to stay married to hopes of one day win her back. For Kim to be declared legally single though, there has to be like a good enough reason and not enough problems in their divorce filings in the way of uh, her getting her single status back. So Kim needs kind of like a few reasons as to why it's best for her to be declared single. So on her side, first of all, Kim is saying that she's experiencing emotional distress from... Everything that Kanye is doing to her, everything that he's putting her through on social media, what he's doing to the kids, what he's doing to her in person. If you remember, Kanye accused her of putting out a hit on him, of kidnapping their children. And in her court filings, she said that um, Kanye has been putting a lot of misinformation regarding our private matters and co-parenting on social media, which has caused emotional distress for not only her, but the whole family. And that's kind of why she wants to be single. And she got to use his insane Instagram as one of those reasons. But Kanye West says he is taking issues with Kim Kardashian's claim that the rapper has been putting misinformation regarding their private matters and co-parenting on social media. And he doesn't think Kim can use that as a reason to be single because he said Kim can't prove that he wrote those social media posts. That may be the single wildest thing he's ever done. Yeah, we can't prove OJ killed Nicole, but he did. We can't prove that the sky is blue, but it is. Like, what? That's literally something a child would say after they, like, smack their little brother in the face and then the brother's crying and they're like, you have no proof that I just hit you in the face. That's literally what Kanye is doing. So apparently Kanye uh, went over what Kim put in her declaration and he said that his estranged wife never bothered to attach the said social media post to her declaration and that Kim needed to offer the social media posts into evidence as well as show that the posts were written by Kanye and that he wants Kim's misinformation statement to be inadmissible at a hearing next week because she cannot prove that he wrote them. Um, and is, is he forgetting the post where he is literally proving to the world that he is writing his post? That he is standing against a white wall, straight face, looking at the camera with a piece of paper that says, my account is not hacked. I am writing these posts and put the date. First of all, girl, no one was worried if you were writing them. We already knew. We didn't need any confirmation. So basically he's trying to use that as a roadblock to keep Kim with him. And he's just putting up a bunch of roadblocks to keep Kim from becoming single, including something about their prenup too. His second roadblock that he's saying is that Kanye's lawyers now say that the prenup can't be viewed as valid, at least not now. And Ye's attorney said that that there's a presumption in California that prenups signed after 2001 are invalid, and the only way they can be validated is either during a trial or if both parties agree. So, if Kanye probably will not agree that it is valid, it can't be enforced until there's a full blown trial, which means there's a big delay. Well, will Willer have to work out everything that they would normally have to work out in a prenup? And Kanye is saying that you can't be declared legal- legally single if all your, um, like the things that you have in order in your prenup are not in order yet. So since he's saying their prenup may not be valid, she can't be single. This is Kanye's best defense that he really has. But Kim is really adamant about getting herself declared single because she says it will, quote, help Kanye to accept that our marital relationship is over and move forward on a better path, which will assist us in peacefully co-parenting our children. She just wants to move on, live her life with Pete in her new 150 million private jet, fly to Milan, hold Pete's hand, well, he gets his tattoos removed and gets secondhand high from Pete. That's all she wants, and I think that truly is the best. The fact that it's been over a year, she filed for divorce on February nineteenth, twenty twenty-one, and he still has not accepted to let her go, and he's still trying to like, cho- like, uh like metaphorically chokehold her in this relationship with him. Is just another level. It's beyond, as Kim would say. The only good thing going for, on for Kim is that the odds of their prenup not being valid are very low. And that restoring single status is a routine procedure in situations like this with divorcees where one person will not comply and let the divorce go through. So what can we learn from this? Girl, if you got to trap someone in a relationship with you, that is so sad. Let them go. You only want someone who wants you. Trust me. Trust me. You only want someone who wants you and makes you feel good. You You, you have one life don't try to chase someone who does not want you this is an extreme case of taking someone to court to stay with you but the second kim wanted a divorce that should have been it it doesn't have to be ugly and the sooner you accept that that person does not want you and you can leave the relationship with them the sooner you can start healing like kim is saying that kanye should do it's hard admittedly it's very hard but he has to leave start the healing and i think kim is right thank you kim for teaching us that Problematic queen Kendall Jenner (laughs) Opened (laughs) up about the dark side of growing up In America's royal family The Kardashians So she did a new Magazine shoot for ID Magazine and in the spread, she shared about the negative emotions she would feel growing up extremely, extremely famous. She said in the spread where she is actually seen butt naked in, she said, I used to really be angry. I mean, you can literally find old videos of me screaming at the paparazzi for no reason. But there was also a very obvious reason. I'm just a lot more at peace with things now. She was like, oh my God, they're taking photos of me getting in the handicapped spots. I just want to do this in peace. Eh." Kidding, kidding. I, I won't hate her for that forever. Anyway, she continued. It's hard to explain. It's just something that you have to learn to live with, I guess. And I had a little bit of depression. She said growing up and keeping up took away a lot of her childhood and a lot of her room to safely grow up as a girl into a woman and have a safe space to explore herself. She said... It's important to have a, a space that's just for you, where you can let out your happiness, your anger, your frustrations and stress, the things you are that are freaking you out, the things that are making you happy, and even just your ideas. She said because of the stress from the show, she had a little bit of depression, and that she kind of had, as she grew up in the spotlight, which is a very, very unique situation to grow up in, and it would be really hard because you don't have a lot of people to look up to, but um, she said that she just had to train her mind To get to a healthy space where she knew she was going to have to deal with this head on every day. That she could never escape it and just learn how to cope with it. Something I really love about the Kardashians though is that they are really open about their mental health struggles and depression. And a lot of people would say like, oh you're affluent, like shut up, like there's nothing to be upset about. But I'm glad that they uh, like normalize like letting yourself feel negative emotions even if you're born into like a better like uh, living situation than others. Me and my friend we were talking about this last night. Like we feel bad like ever being stressed about things like or even like going to a therapist because like we have access to a therapist. Like what are we like we, we just feel guilty being stressed about things when we are in a better living and economic situation than other people. But I like that she's like acknowledging that downside and letting herself feel her emotions and like your pain is pain. No matter how much it hurts compared to others, you deserve to acknowledge your own Uh emotions and help and fix them something else I love about the Kardashians is that at least they have each other growing up you know like Kendall could look up to her three older sisters which is like super unique a lot of families really only have like one person who in their career got really famous so but she actually even though she had her sister she said she didn't really like keeping up growing up and she said at a young age I had to give up that control and let someone else betray me in the way that they wanted to for an editorial or a campaign or a commercial or for her show, whatever it was, that was my job. Now being on the other side is taking the control back in a way, building my own brand and, f- and feeling empowered, and that has been amazing. In a lot of Kendall's projects, she's gotten more control, like in her whole tequila industry, her like show, her app, things like that. Growing up on a reality show would be super hard, though, and that's why the Kardashians say they don't really show their kids a lot because they don't want anything like negative or their drama to be shown because they don't don't want them to look back and be embarrassed or have them edited wrong or have that negatively affect them so that would be hard and i wouldn't want like if i was her the keeping up cameras to like make me look bad in any way or especially the edit look bad like rupaul has a song called blame it on the edit and it's about his the contestants on his show rupaul's drag race like getting mad about how the reality show portrayed them and it's like girl don't blame it on the edit because you're the one who said it he said there's no they edit the show down but it's all in all portraying you accurately and a part of me like in kendall's case think that like girl i think they were doing you more of a justice than you're doing herself because kendall as we know is very very problematic with many 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 things she does so part of me this like i think keeping up has actually saved her a lot of the times like in the pepsi situation she got to say her whole side and her family like showed their support for her on the show and everything like that um yeah and hers being like i don't want to be a kardashian anymore like Girl, with all the problems that you cause, I think Kris Jenner is going to kick you off the team anyway. A lot of the Kardashians seem to experience this, though, so she's definitely not alone. Kylie doesn't think she was meant to be famous, if you remember her saying that. Courtney always is talking about how she doesn't want to be a Kardashian anymore. She said the show may have ruined her relationship with Scott. Kendall doesn't even show Devin Booker on the show and said she only likes him because he doesn't want to be famous, He like, despite being one of the most famous basketball players. Kendall has stalkers every week. Kim was robbed at gunpoint. Chloe was mercilessly bullied over her body and relationship. It's not easy. And I wish they would like they do talk about it a lot, but I wish they would talk about it more. And and hopefully they'll, they'll show more of that side on the Hulu show. They are all the producers on the new Hulu show. So hopefully it will be better for them and it'll be like a good um, next chapter for them. But yeah, I don't think fame is all that it seems. Maybe just because they're at such a high level, but it's definitely not just all like money and appropriating culture for fun. She ended her interview with, it still feels like I'm not fully formed, but with every chapter I become a little more fulfilled. I think that was a positive way to end it because she does learn how to adjust and take control of her own life as she goes. And I respect her for that. So what can we learn from this? In the terms of um, the edit of the show and her being portrayed, maybe how she didn't want to, I think we can learn that what other people think of you is none of your business. It's so hard, but it's true. Like, you know that feeling like when you meet someone for the first time and you give off a bad first impression and you're like, oh my God, no, that's not me. Like, oh my God, they have the wrong perception of me. Damn it. Or you're frustrated because you just feel like people think about you in a way that you aren't. It's none of your business. You just have to focus on the person you are. Even if someone has a misconstrued conception of you, you know who you are. You know you're a good person. Deep down, you know your truth. No one can take away your truth. You just have to be you and not worry what people think about you. It's going to waste a lot of your time. Just focus on you and your own blooming. Anyway, thank you for tuning into Pop Culture University today. What just happened to my headphones? Did, did something become unplugged? Oh, can you guys hear this? Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you had a good time hanging out, please rate this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It helps me literally so much boost it on the algorithm, things like that. So rate it on Spotify. You're already here. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. A way to help grow this podcast organically is maybe take a screenshot of you listening and post it on your Instagram story. I've been responding to everyone who has been doing that so thank you guys so much. It literally makes my day whenever I see that I was mentioned in a story. Um, I love that. D- or just DM me with what you're doing while you listen to the podcast. I've gotten so many like cute stories of like how people listen to it and like where they fit it into their day and like what episodes they like and like just like what they do when they listen. And I love them. So let's review what we learned from Kendall. We learned what other people think about you is none of your business. From Kim and Kanye, we learned you do not want to be with someone that does not want to be with you. You only have one life. Be with someone who really fills your heart. And from Big Sean, we can learn nudes are fun but they're like nuclear war be- make sure you're hitting that right button and from john cena we learned um make sure virtual signaling isn't too obvious if you're a fake woke person you will be detected shout out to all the celebrities who helped us learn today uh have an amazing rest of your week it is monday but you can get through it. it's getting warm outside so go take a walk it's gonna make your day so much better the sun literally makes me feel like i'm on a party drug so get out there have a great day i love you bye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show freaking rocks.